Get a fish for a five cent worm. Oh, you're paying way too much for worms, man. Who's your worm guy? You killed him! You killed him! I have had it with these monkey fighting snakes on this Monday to Friday play. Mr. Gorbachev, tear down this wall. And the show started. Hi, welcome back. Welcome back from last week. We had a good. That's I thought, right. Thought it was a good episode. I enjoy every episode. That's true. That's actually true. Um, so we got a lot of good stuff coming up on this episode as well. Maybe even better than the last one. I'd say so. To be determined. I guess. Yeah. To yeah. be. TBA. To, to be announced. To be determined. Yeah. Um. I was getting my uh, my notes for the show mixed up with my food ideas notes. Um. So that's not so good when I'm talking about what we're going to talk about on the uh, on the episode. But is the uh, grill still happening tonight? No, the grill happened. Uh, we broke bro grilled yesterday, Monday. Well, tell us about it. I made a shrimp and grits. I never uh, had an attempt had an attempted shrimp and grits before. Uh, it turned out fantastic, and uh, we all competed. Is that because you were just down south? You know what, like, the timing of that is uh, convenient, but my cousin separately texted me while I was in New Orleans, texted me, hey, we got to make some shrimp and grits sometime, and then so uh, it just worked out that way. But, uh, yeah, good timing with that, because I did not have that while I was down there. So one thing I did have, Classic. which I didn't mention while I was down there, you know, I, you got to get, like, you try to get the authentic food, right, when you're in a place. Oh, every time. Yeah. So I don't think we got, like, one chain restaurant, which I was happy about, but... Uh, I, we did go to the super authentic place, and I think it was really just called, like, Cajun Seafood or something like that. Super, some super generic name, but they had a couple of them around New Orleans. Very authentic. You know, it was in kind of a bad area. We go in there, just reeks of fish. Um, <laughs> and so you go in there, you kind of, like, order. It's kind of confusing where to order. It's kind of half a grocery store, half a half a restaurant. Um, you know, it's all, like, locals in there. It's definitely not a touristy area. And I'm like, oh, I'm going to get the gumbo. You know that's that's pretty authentic, uh, and I like gumbo, so I'm like I'll get I'll get some of that. There's a problem like sometimes where something's too authentic, where uh, at some point it's just like, yeah, okay, maybe the you know the standardized version, like the Americanized almost version of this, even though it's in America, but you know like more the commercial version of this is much better than than the original. Kind of like I kind of think of that with Chinese food, like if you actually go to China, there's Obviously, there's very good food there, but also you can get some stuff on the menus that are pretty. That's pretty gross. Have uh, you been to China? I have not, but I've seen. I remember in foods class we watched this whole thing about. Oh yeah, so I guess I'm I'm speaking off a of video that I watched in foods class, uh, like sophomore year, junior year of high school. So so take that. So be wary of this information. But there's a lot, and I also know people have been to China and have gotten sick eating stuff. Just. I know there's a lot of stuff on the menu. You have to be careful of what you order. I'm in love with the Chinese but chick. But that was the case uh, when you're in kind of an authentic area in New Orleans. I ordered this gumbo, and 
you know, I figure it's going to have like your standard, like kind of some seafood in there, some, you know, some sausage, that kind of stuff in there. It's going to be in like a soupy type thing. I get this and it's got like, it's kind of like if they had like all the extra scraps after everybody else, after they had all made all the other seafood meals. And then they're just like, all right, let's just put this in this broth. And. Okay. So you got like the, the bottom feeder stuff. It was like bottom feeder stuff. It was like. It's like if they got there was a lot of crab in it, which is like it'd be fine if it was just crab meat, but it's like they got just like a, a half of a king crab, threw it in a blender for like just a, a one press of the uh, of the blend button, just to break up all the bones, and then threw that in the soup. Like it was, so you got some unnecessary crunch. There was just like I would I would purposely not eat the because it was huge chunk. I mean it was like the chunk the size of like the lower part of my index finger, but it would just be like a leg bone you know, of the, or not just part of the leg of the king crab with no meat on the inside. It's just like some chunk of, of, of some, you know, some of the uh, shell of the king crab. And then it'd just be like a big, there's sometimes there's big sections of it. Like that sometimes had little parts of meat in it, but I'm like, I eat it meat in a soup. Like, how am I supposed to do this? And it was like, I hear you. Some shrimp with like all the shells still on it. <laughs> it's like, uh okay tails. awesome tails. yeah even with some tails that's annoying i've talked about that on the show before i, I actually is... had recently yeah. have had two issues with shrimp tails i guess so i went to the dentist yeah and um they're like you got something in your teeth i'm like i know i can't get it out yeah like i, I dude i was scrubbing this thing for days i was flossing i couldn't get it out it just felt like a little piece of like meat hanging out mm-hmm. turns out i got the entire shrimp tail somehow stuck in between my teeth <laughs> yeah how did that happen um so it was like shrimp in like a bowl like you're yeah. saying it was um but it had like noodles around it and they didn't take like the um the tails off and i somehow yeah. got like part of like a tail that i took off somehow in one of my bites okay it, i still have my wisdom teeth so it got stuck all the way in the back on yeah top. yeah and so, like, my dentist was like, you know, I've been doing this for over 30 years. I've never pulled a shrimp tail out before. <laughs> well, you're typically not supposed to eat those. No. So, it's funny you say that. Um, it was Good Friday. Yep. I had some sushi. And, on the, you know, on the last piece of sushi sometimes, if there's shrimp, like, they kind of leave the tail on? Yes. Yeah. Well, I was hungry as shit, and I was not paying attention. I accidentally swallowed the tail. <laughs> <laughs> No bueno. So you are not supposed to eat them. Yeah, yeah, uh, I would agree with that. Kind of knew that before you told me the story, but uh, you know. Well, here's a fair warning. Take it off. <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. Um, so bad. I kind of had this idea uh, while I was. I don't think it was even. I was even drinking while this idea happened. Just that idea. What about like so you know we're in a we're in a further time zone than like California, right? Chicago time. I had this idea of a central I, standard yeah. time, Jerry. So I, I had this idea of start giving advice to people that are on a further back time zone. What do you think about that? Like stock advice and that kind of thing, because I'm in the future technically right now. You know, we're recording this late yes. night, it's earlier there. And so I feel like I could s- sort of give some sort of like insight into what's gonna happen within the next two hours to people in California. What are your thoughts? That is such a bad concept of time. Explain me how I'm wrong. <laughs> okay, maybe you could say, you know, it was a really long day today with um, the seasons wherever we are. Maybe you should try to go to bed early or something. Yeah. But everything happens instantaneous. Hmm. <laughs> I don't know. I've never so been in two happened, places. 
at three o'clock California time, it still happened at five o'clock Central Standard Time. So there's really nothing you can. I've do I've never about been it. in both places at once, so I don't know if I can confirm that. No, you can't. There's no. so many miles. It's yeah, just, exactly. So you can be I think there's was... two time zones at one time. Let's embrace debate. Let's uh, let's leave it up to uh, the people to decide if this is a good idea or a bad idea. How about that? I think it's a pretty bad idea. Okay. Again, we'll we'll uh, we'll see how that goes. So, uh, so what's been going on with you? Oh, I'm great. That's why I'm here. Yeah. We'll talk about an LTO, which we haven't done in a while. Yeah, let's hear about that LTO. Burger King, the sourdough king. I had it for breakfast on Saturday. Yeah. Yeah, you sent me a picture of it. So the sourdough king, it's a burger that features, um, well, it's a double cheeseburger, basically. It's got bacon, onions, and whatever kind of sauce it was on soft sourdough, soft sourdough bun. Okay. Um, I'll say just right off the bat, it's delicious. It's absolutely delicious. It's just, you know, like I, I don't really remember too much about the sauce because the Burger King I went to didn't put too much on it. Yeah, you could have done. But, you could have used more sauce. That's what I'm about. I'm all about the yeah. sauce. I mean, this here's my problem with this is for a limited time offer. This is not really original. It's basically a double bacon cheeseburger on a different kind of bread. Mm-hmm. And they have this signature sauce, like I said, like it was good, but from what I remember, you could barely really taste it. It's a creamy signature huh. sauce. Yeah. Okay, I like Arby sauce. Like yeah, creamy tastes kind of tangy. Um, I was looking at the nutritional information. Wow, yeah. sixty-one grams of fat. That <laughs> seems like a lot. It's a lot. Yeah, it's a lot. Um, nine hundred and seventy calories. Wow, that's you know like almost half the day right there. Yeah, but hey, you got. You know, take the good with the bad. 55 grams of protein, only 12 grams of sugar. Oh, um, yeah. I'd give it a thumbs up. Okay. I'd give it a thumbs up. I would just say it's a little unoriginal. Okay, but it's a solid sandwich that they should probably just keep on the menu. I think, yeah, you know, if for a place like Burger King, it would be like a nice variety from like your classic, like you get like the rodeo cheeseburger that's like the barbecue style or you get like the classic Whopper. I'm a big Whopper guy. Yeah. I love Whoppers, but this would be a nice variety to keep on the menu, I think. Yeah. I'm not going to go to Burger King and get like a chicken sandwich or the fish sandwich there. Yeah. Yeah. No, I agree. I agree. Mix it up a little bit. I like it. I appreciate the LTOs. Burger King's for the burgers, man. They love those LTOs too at BK. Yeah. That's that good, good. That's <laughs> yeah, I feel like they always have them. Like, oh, man, those chicken fingers were gross. What were those? Uh, those chicken fries, like the when they had the like the yeah, nacho ones. Yeah, chicken fries. Yeah. And then yeah. we, I had the, the burrito like a year ago. That was horrible. Yeah. Yeah. Anything else, Pat? Uh, recent news. Oh, so I thought this was kind of weird. Um, have you ever had Hennessy before? You know, I don't know if I've had Hennessy. My sister's dog is named Hennessy, but I actually don't know if I've ever had it. I've never had Hennessy ever. I just always kind of thought, like, I don't know. That was, like, sort of a cheap drink that you get. Just my thoughts. Yep. So never really had it before. Was at a bar on Saturday. Thought I would try it just because it was there. So I got a shot of Hennessy. Um, Just kind of tastes like a liquor. It's not really special. It's not bad. It's not good. Um, but this is really weird. I've never, like, searched it ever, this, that. Jared, I took a screenshot. I went in the men's room. First ad that comes up on Instagram, Hennessy. That's 
Do you think you think I your feel credit like I'm card being watched? Do you think your credit card purchase was linked to it somehow? And you, it did just know that you bought. Yeah, what? My debit card got canceled that day, and I had to pay with cash. Oh, then no. there's no, there's got to be no way they knew that, right? That's oh. insane. Terrible coincidence. Kind of creepy. That is very creepy. I know Facebook's getting in trouble with all the, uh, you know, like the information they've been giving away, but that seems like I don't know how they possibly would have gotten that. No, I don't know either. I mean, I know I'm just, you know, like messing with myself, but yeah. it was like, <laughs> dude, I literally took this shot, got up, went to the bathroom on the phone. First thing that pops up, I'll send you the screenshot. Yeah, I believe you. Totally weird. Uh, booze news. Booze news. I like it. I got uh, booze news. Careful where you're drinking Hennessy. Yeah. They might be watching <laughs> Yeah, no, that's uh, it's true. Big Brother's always watching. Um, it actually, you know, speaking of the big brother thing, I knew usually this is a little out of order from what we typically do, but I just get into the, uh, Jeff Goldblum movie review real fast. Cause it's, it's kind of short. Oh, wow. Hi, hi, hi. I'm Jeff Goldblum. You, you interest me strangely. You have, uh, you've, uh, uh, tapped into some kind of secret vein. Why would you do that to Goldblum? <laughs> What's Goldblum ever done to you? What's Goldblum ever done to you? Forget the fat lady. You're obsessed with the fat lady. Because she's sweet and like a peach and like a juicy and sweet. Yeah, you're afraid to be too Goldblum. He oh. thinks if he smells Goldblum, he's going to be Goldblum. By jamming them into his pocket. I'm going to get my Goldblum on. That is one big pile of shit. Goldblum is content. Uh, people always ask me how I pronounce my name, Goldblum or Goldblum. Uh, I always tell them the same thing. How dare you speak to me? It's on the front end. Yeah. Well, it's related to kind of you saying that. So, uh, in in uh, in 1984, Jeff Goldblum was in a show called The New Show, which it's no longer new anymore. Uh, it was produced by Lorne Michaels. Uh, Lorne Michaels is the you know the SNL the guy that created Saturday Night Live. Uh, so apparently, Lorne Michaels took a break from SNL between 1980 and 1985. So during that time, he made The New Show. And in this new show, it was kind of a sketch comedy show, but it was pre-recorded. It wasn't live. And the guests in this episode, it was Steve Martin, Jeff Goldblum, and Catherine O'Hara. The musical guest was New Edition. You know New Edition? New Edition? What do you mean? Yeah. The band New Edition? No. Oh, okay. Um, 80s band. Surprised you don't know them. It's okay. You don't know music very much. So, uh there was a well, okay yeah <laughs> so uh anyway in the the big skit in this one that jeff goldblum was in was this, was called 1984 takeoff so it was basically um a a play on the book 1984 uh and did he write it in 1984 no but it's about the year 1984 which is supposed to be like this uh this it's this other it's kind of like there's a big brother watching over everyone so they're kind of playing off that jeff goldblum he goes on the skiing trip. He comes back, and the whole world has changed. Where now there's like this uh, TV screen behind you that's always watching you, uh, you know, with everything you're doing and making sure that you're you don't like freedom and you can't be in love with anybody and all this stuff. And he's kind of having the secret love affair with Catherine O'Hara, and it's this whole thing. It's you know, it's comedy. It's like a comedy sketch show. It's like it's like any of those ones that are you know that happen like uh, Mad TV type show. Very similar to Mad TV is how I would describe it comedy is the one thing that really just does not hold up usually right i mean it's like you can't watch what do you mean 
I mean, like, okay, there's some there's some movies that we'll find funny, right? That were still good from like the 80s or 90s, maybe. But you start going back too far. Oh, it it doesn't really translate to modern times. Yeah, because it's all it's all of kind of yeah. Because comedy is also a lot with the times, right? It's a lot of like references, cultural references, and stuff like that. That's not really relevant Tide anymore. Pods. Tide pods, yeah. Tide pod jokes wouldn't be funny. Uh, they're not even funny now anymore. But let alone in like 20 years, right? And they so, were funny. yeah, they were a little yeah. I liked him for a little bit. Well, I begged to differ. Okay. Well, you you begged to differ. I I stick with my with my opinion. But uh, so the comedy as far, but I could see like it was decent quality. Lorne Michaels is is a solid guy. I'm a big SNL fan. I've been. I mean, I've literally seen every ep. Like I've probably seen every episode of SNL in the last like I don't know seven or eight years at least. Um, maybe more than that. So I, I'm a big SNL fan. It it has its ups and downs, and that's kind of the thing with every comedy show. But at least SNL is like consistent. Like it will have usually one good sketch an hour and a half, which is not great ratio. But sometimes they have more. Uh, but I just still watch it because I just enjoy it. But uh, this this there, this only lasted like nine episodes. This thing, I thought it was okay. I didn't think it was anything special. Uh, it was decent. Again, I can't really base it on the references. I thought I'll give it a middle tier just because. Uh, you know, it was just okay. That's a, a Harry Connick Jr. on the Jeff Goldblum movie review scale. Kick the tires and light the fires, Big Daddy. Yeah. Yeah. So that's that. All right, we can keep keep going back to the other stuff. Sorry, Pat. Continue. I just it was kind of. I had enough. Oh, sorry. No. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's it. Um, I saw this weekend. I I, I went to Zany's uh, comedy show. Uh, what was what was one of the funniest parts was uh they started off the show with instead of like some sort of laser lights going on like they have this like kind of pump up music that they always a lot of times they'll start off you know some before a comedian walks on there'll be some sort of music going on but they had like the bouncer guy just comes out in this dark room you know the dark like comedy club before anybody's on the stage and he has these little like laser pointers on his fingers kind of like what you'd see maybe at an edm concert and he has these gloves oh, with these. Oh, is, red... is it like the white gloves that light up on the fingertips? But this one like sprayed lasers actually out of the fingertips. Like it actually like it was like a Ooh. it had like a laser pointer on every one of the fingers. Um, oh. so pretty fancy. So that it was just him. <laughs> it was like this big, big bouncer in the middle of the uh, you know, this dark room, and he's just he got these laser pointers on his fingers, just doing like this crazy like <laughs> like moving his hands like crazy. Uh, while this music's going on, and it was just that was like one of the funniest parts. It was a good show, but it was just like very random, out of nowhere. Like, it's way more funny. They could have had some sort of light set up, but it was way more funny just to see this guy just stand in the middle of this room with his <laughs> with these gloves on, spirit fingers, spirit fingers, basically going on. It was very good, very well done. Um, was it a big guy? Yeah, it was a big guy. That makes it even more funny. Big guy love. Big guy love exactly. Uh, so Pat, I thought we would do a some emails here. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so uh, the first one here, I know you can't see them, so I'll read them to you. You can listen to me. Uh, first one is from Smacko Jones. Smacko! Smacko says, uh, it's called uh, Saving the Planet is the is the, cap- is the uh, title. Is thoroughly rinsing my yogurt container so I can recycle it, saving the planet because I'm recycling, or destroying the planet because I'm not being frugal with my water usage? I can see both sides of that argument, but yeah. I think it's probably better that you recycle. I'm going to go and say water is more renewable than plastic is, uh, you know, is one of those things that's a lot more hard to produce as far as water. Okay, Jared, so where's like, the water going that he's rinsing it out? 
It's going the water down goes the, drain, the drain, right? Yeah, and then from the drain, it goes to Lake Michigan, where and then we can swim in get it. A lot of the water from where they get so a lot of the water recycled. from. So it's getting recycled. So you're by that you're actually recycling. I think he's helping the environment by rinsing this. Side note: uh, Is the tin lid on yogurts are they recyclable? Those little, uh, those little like lids. So you're using like these individual packets, Smacko. These individual yogurts. Um, I would go ahead and say you can put that in the recycling bin, but there's a lot better uses you can do for that little, uh, that little thing of tin. Um, so it's what, like aluminum foil. Aluminum foil, yeah. Is that even recyclable? Well, what I would, you, it's recyclable in different ways. Right? Recycling just means using it again, right? So you could ball it up into a little, uh, a little ball, and you could. Uh, put it on a jewelry. You know what okay, I'm saying? Okay, great. Like, you can put it on your trophy case, but can you take it to the recyclable place and have it recycled? I would think if you if you gathered a bunch of them and combined it into one sort of big ball, right? Um, they would they would have a hard time refusing like a massive thing of tins, uh, you know, of this aluminum foil from your yogurts. I think if you like rolled in, I I think whatever the substance was, if you just roll some sort of like metal looking thing into a recycling place, like and it, it's big enough, it's taller than you, like it's like you know, snowman ball size, and you're rolling this in uh, to the recycling place, they're they're going to take it no matter what because they're just that impressed. Hey Jared, you know, 21st century classic Google search. Uh, while most recycled aluminum is in the form of cans, mm-hmm. aluminum foil is technically recyclable. Boom. <laughs> There we go. Both we both win. I my answer is correct. Your answer is correct. That was so much yeah. effort. <laughs> well, I would appreciate an email over a Google search any day because uh, Google does not sponsor. Oh yeah, I'm not show. knocking Smacko. I'm knocking you. Okay, fair enough. You're uh, saying oh, it can only be recycled if you get a ton of them. Well, I just think it would be a, it would be a quiet event. You know, like I think these guys at the recycling places are just used to like getting these little individual wrappers that they have to like, you know, that they're have to you know whatever they have to recycle them but i think if they got a big ball of it i think they would be quite exciting for they're them getting paid the yeah they're getting day i'm just let's just make the day it's all i'm saying hey here's the next email it's uh called jared's current pet peeve and it's from nick russo and nick russo says rooney mara in song to song with headphones on in a grocery store so it's a picture i'll, I'll put this picture on the facebook um it's a picture in the it's a movie called song to song rooney mara is an actress and it's literally a, a screenshot of her in a scene where she's in a grocery store. It looks like it was a Costco-type place. And she's wearing headphones while she's doing this. Pat, you said this doesn't happen. Obviously, this is proof that you're wrong. <laughs> One picture. Well, I don't doubt that it does happen. I'm just saying I've never seen that. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm just saying you're wrong. Okay. Okay. Cool. All right. Uh, here's the next one from Steve Ribeiro. Little Stevie, friend of the show. Uh, okay, he says, please discuss this article. And then he sent me the link to the article. And so it's from chubhub.com. That's uh, where the article's from. No, clickhole.com. So the article is called, Fuck It, Let's Rank the Religions. Okay. So I'll read through this article real fast. It says, Hinduism is number one. They got ranked number one. Sitting pretty at number one is Hinduism. You bet your ass we're saying that Hinduism is better than all the religions. Uh, that's why it's being number one. Congratulations to Hinduism, the best religion in the whole damn world. All right, let's get the ball rolling. Number two, I haven't heard this one, Pat. Baha I Faith. Have you heard this before? No idea. Yeah. Um, it couldn't cl- quite clinch a number one spot, um, 
but it blew other religions out of the fucking water. What's next? All right, so that's that. Uh, next is Judaism. Judaism is the third best religion. Uh, don't agree, don't care. It's our list. <laughs> <laughs> it's our list. We can do whatever the fuck we want. Uh, Judaism is number three. Uh, number four. What's your guess, Pat, for number four? Um, Catholicism. Number four is Islam. Uh, just oh. mar- <laughs> barely missing the top three. Ouch. That's got to hurt. Uh, sorry, Islam. That's the name of the game. But hey, baby, <laughs> this is a long list. <laughs> All things considered, it's a pretty solid ranking. Um, okay, let's see number five, Pat. This is, uh, I don't think, let's, let's see if you can get this one. Uh, Buddhist. Oh, close. That's number six. Number five is Mormonism. That's a religion? Well, Mormon is, I mean, it's a type of Christianity, um, you know, in a sense. Kind of. Not really. Well, I guess it's kind of. Not I mean, really. religion's kind of a lifestyle, so. Yeah, there you go. I would say, yeah, <laughs> I don't even know. What, yeah, okay, so Mormon has got five. Um, Buddhism got six. I think, uh, do you think Buddhism has the best symbols of anything? I don't really know many symbols that are Buddhist. I, I, the only well, thing it's, I it's, see is like the... Yeah, Buddha. The yeah that's it yeah that's what i'm talking about i think that's just a cool i've been to some restaurants where there's just like a huge buddha as you walk in and that's pretty sweet looking so they got number six uh christianity got number seven um christianity got number seven yeah uh seventh best religion um (laughs) it's a lot it's a lot worse than hinduism um which is what it says uh it's fine. It's not great. It's fine. It's not the worst. It's fine. <laughs> that's that's what they keep saying. Uh, eight is Sikhism, and then nine is Shinto. I don't know what Shinto is, and then number ten is all the other ones. Wow, no Scientology. That would be in all the other ones, so that's lower. Oh. And then this ends with Wow, that's done now. Cool. We rank the religions. Awesome. Glad. Glad that's done. What are your thoughts, Bet? Um, well, religion's just kind of subjective, which was what this article was. Yeah. It's more of a blog post <laughs> yeah. and opinion. Yeah. <laughs> so this was someone's take. So nice. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, applaud somebody, your thoughts for I, I having think, them. I think it's, uh, it's good that somebody's at least ranking them, right? <laughs> um, I don't know. I personally don't know much about any other religion other yeah, than my own. I exactly. I, I don't know enough about other ones to make a solid judgment, but I kind of like their opinions in this piece of those pretty solid. Is atheism technically a religion? Ooh. What are your thoughts? It's the, you know, it's the I don't opposite know. of a religion. I don't even know if I know any atheists, to be honest with you. Uh, Wow. I don't know. Is atheism a religion? I'm going to say no. I think it depends on what... Um, what religion you follow probably has like a different uh, opinion on that. Okay, what are you saying? Because you're, because your religion. It's like the opposite. Yeah, it's the opposite. But does it technically like, fall under that category? It's like people saying, "Is black a color?" Or is you know, and it's like it's the you know. Black is the absence of color, right? Yeah. So is that a color? I don't. You know, it's the same type of thing. Yeah, I guess you could put those two together. I guess. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Don't start and, thinking about colors. We'll get hungry all of a sudden. That's true. That's true. 
Exactly right. Red and yellow are just gonna make us so hungry. Um, Clickhole had this awesome thing the other day. This was like a couple days ago. Little Stevie actually sent me this, and I, I was watching it live. They had like twenty five thousand people watching um, this countdown of when what was the guy Tommy Lee Jones when they had a countdown from when Tommy Lee Jones was going to uh, turn eighteen and become legal. And they had 25,000 people watching this live of, like, this room where they have this countdown going on. And they're, like, all cheering. And then when a time hits, like, officially Tommy jo- Tommy Lee Jones is 18 and legal. <laughs> and, and Isn't it made, he, like, 80 years yeah, old? Yeah, he's old. He's got to be, like, in his <laughs> 60s. And uh, it was just, oh, God. I like I don't, It was so ri- just ridiculous. But I was just cracking up. I was just laughing at work. And I it was just so stupid because there's just so many people watching this. Did he know about this. it? I you would have to you think you would find out about that right so there, with that many people watching there'd have to be somebody like uh, hey uh, dad you're on this <laughs> yeah look at this <laughs> you're finally gonna be 18 and legal uh, congratulations just, yeah <laughs> I was just cracking up but that that site is has some has some solid stuff um yes yeah, funny you bring that up every year on my birthday this my boy JT shout out to JT shout he always JT. says dude happy sweet 16 yeah exactly. <laughs> Exactly. Uh, all right, let's go to this next email. Uh, it's from Rosalie, and it says, Pat, you're growing on me. Oh. It says, hey, boys. I would just like to say I also think my name should be a 90s smooth R&B song. That's what your suggestion was last time, that Rosalie would be the name of your song. So she agrees. You know, I think it's kind of original, to be honest with you. Yeah, I agree. I agree, Pat. I like it. I enjoyed I, it. I don't think just R&B. I think it could be a song in any genre. I agree. I don't think I've, I've heard, never heard a song called Rosalie. No, and it seems like a lot of things could rhyme with it, right? Like keys um, and cheese. <laughs> <laughs> Potpourri. The smooth ocean breeze. <laughs> yeah, these are little stretches, but I think they could work. Um, a lot of lyrics with yeah. those lines in them. Uh, Bend your knees. So here's a suggestion for her uh, for, uh, for a future episode. Read a critically acclaimed self-help book and then absolutely destroy all of its advice. Could be fun. Oh. Could be, but then you just took all that time to read that book. Yeah, but I mean, I take all this time to listen or to watch these uh, Jeff Goldblum movies. Is that self-help? Uh, I mean, it helps me explain it to people on the episodes. Okay, we'll give it to you. <laughs> okay. I like this idea. If we can find a short enough one, I'm definitely for it. Let's yeah, do some like research. Maybe like a, yeah, some, like a comic book or something. Well, I don't know if they have comic book self self help books, Pat. But <laughs> um, why not? That's a good question. They need those. They, they got comic need. books in the newspapers. Those things are like not even a page long. It's still a story. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. We'll see if we if we can find comic book or similar length uh, self help book. I would like to read it and destroy it. So I like this. XOXO. P.S. Jer uh, Jer. Uh, hope to see you at Double Decker weekend. Uh, let's get Liddy. Uh, I'm planning on going down to Ole Miss later on in a few weeks. So, yeah, see you there, Rosalie. Okay. Jer, Jer. <laughs> all right. Here's the next one. It's wow, from, that sounds special. It is. By the way, guys, love all these emails. Chubsep.podcast at gmail.com. I think me and Pat really enjoy, you know, I think. Would you say this is like almost what we like to do best, Pat, as I go through emails? I'll tell you what, Jer, Jer, this is my favorite part of the show. 
I just like to see what people come up with. I like to, uh, you know, sometimes a little disappointed with what we come up with in response, but sometimes we come up with some good stuff. So uh, I'm just keep sending them. I don't have a nickname. You do. You just don't like any of your nicknames. Don't don't you say it. <laughs> okay. We won't Friggin even say password. It. Yeah. <laughs> that wasn't even for you. That wasn't even for. Okay. This is a bad pot. Yeah, bad okay. pot. Okay. Sure. Uh, it really was not. Okay, so this is the next one. It's called Home for the Holidays. It's from Smacko again. Thanks, Smacko. So Thanks, he says, when I go home for college, uh, when, he go, when he goes home from college, I often find I forget things like my toothbrush, deodorant, and a razor. I would never use someone else's toothbrush. But what is the rule about using my dad's deodorant and razor when I need to clean myself up? Um, just use the razor on the face, man. That was fine. That's what I was going to say. If you start going in a sort of pubic region or a sort of, you know, any sort of place other than the face, I think uh, it's a little off limits, right? It's 100% off limits. Yeah. Yeah, I got to keep that to uh, Deodorant. That's kind of like the stick deodorant. Uh, I mean, it depends how grossed out the two of you would be by it. I personally, I don't think it would bother me. No. It's just like, No. It's just like another layer of gel or the, well, the gel stuff. stuff is. I think the good part about the gel stuff is it seems like it's much more easy to share, right? You, if you do a couple little like squeezes of the, the gel is out, you use it, and now that gel's gone. But not like a speed stick gel. No, I'm talking about not, speed not, stick sucks anyway. Who wears speed stick? Nobody wears speed stick. No, but, no sucks. Um, but. What what is the okay, Pat? What's this? What's the limit of where you would share deodorant with someone? Like, would you share it with, say, your sister? I was gonna say brother, but you don't have a brother. What if your sister were you Probably traveling with your scent. sisters? That doesn't what make if, a say, lot of say sense. Say they wanted to. I use, wouldn't put on women's deodorant. No, no, no. Say they like wanted to put on some of yours. Flower. Say something. if they wanted to put on some of yours. I don't think that's a problem. Here's my thing about deodorant. I don't just put it underneath my arms. Where do you put it? I put it in other places. Elaborate. And by that, I mean my feet. Okay. Your feet? What? Yes. I've never heard this. Um, it's not unheard of, Jared. It keeps your feet from sweating. Yeah. It keeps them fresh. Where? Okay. So what, do you put in between each toe, or do you just rub it on the bottom? Do you rub it on the top? No, I've... I don't freaking rub between each toe. <laughs> I, I rub it I'm on asking. the foot. This, what, right. what part of the foot? The top, the bottom? The bottom of the foot and okay. in between the legs, like the leg pit area. The leg pit area, like you're talking about underneath your knees, or like between your legs is your crotch, is what you're saying. Like, what do you underneath my knees, Jared? Okay, underneath your knees, the knee pit. Okay, uh, <laughs> the leg pit to me is like, yeah, your genitals. So, okay, you put some there. Do your knees sweat? You get underneath sweat? I just like to keep it fresh. Okay. I yeah I have so do I you use it, I keep it all fresh man the so, whole body so are I you got a using whole system. are you using a gel with this because I feel well, what happens if you're wearing like shorts Pat well I don't use a gel to start you use one I of the white degree a white stick. degree the stick it's it's a white phenomenal stick. lasts all day but isn't somebody sometimes you can see some of the white residue are you not worried about that if you go like without shoes on well you rub it very lightly okay you're not caking it on no. Okay, so what happens? So say your dad it uses his deodorant the same way. Does this change the way you're? If you if your dad uses it on his feet, do you still want to use it on your arms, underneath your arms? <laughs> That's my point. Is if you use the deodorant in another place, then you shouldn't share it. Okay, 
Just like the just like the razor. Yes. Okay. What? Okay, and here's the last thing. What about a friend? What about a friend wants to use your deodorant? Are you okay with that? I think it's the same thing as another human. Yeah. Okay. And so anybody, you could, I'm trying to see yeah. where you draw the line, like a like a coworker. Maybe not a stranger. Okay. Not a homeless guy. No. Okay. There you go. There's the line. Okay. Uh, next one up here, Pat. It's called Turned Up Tour. And it said, uh, would you sign up for a turned up tour? It feels desperate. Name one of your friends that would sign up for that. And this is from Daddy. So there's literally there's a, screen, <laughs> there's a screenshot. <laughs> there's a screenshot of something that looks like on Groupon. And it's like a hundred and something dollars. And it's for the turned up tour. Um, can you elaborate what happens at the turned up tour? Uh, let me Google it because I, I don't know if I saw enough on this to get. Uh... I would imagine you get turned up. But the fact that it's calling itself that seems a little bit, uh, I don't know. What do you think? It's a pretty, like, um, millennial name, I guess you could say. Yeah. It's not even like us. We're in our mid-20s. This is, like, younger than us. Yeah, yeah. So here's what uh, TripAdvisor says it is. Um, it's created a unique experience of combining state-of-the-art buses with A-list nightclubs, cocktails, and professional female tour guides as party hosts. Uh, leads visitors from every corner of the globe on a uh, one-night adventure they'll never forget. Uh, designed to bring together partygoers from near and far, Turned Up Tours is where new relationships begin, lasting memories are made, and partygoers enjoy nighttime like they've never experienced before. So it looks like a nightclub-type thing on a bus, and it's supposed to be, you know, you bring up to 32 guests. Just the name, Pat. I think let's... Yeah, let's. What are your thoughts? I'm gonna go with someone who's been on the show. Um, he's a little obsessed with shoes. Okay. I'm gonna say Jordan. You think Jordan would? Yeah, uh, Jordan. Yeah, been on the show. We were talking about the uh, the big baller brand shoes. Uh, with Jordan, he could. You could see him on a turned up tour. Hundred percent could see him on a turned up tour. I would agree with that, and I think that's the most relatable of people that we've had on the show. Uh, somebody that would be on that. The name for me, I, I agree. It's one of those things where I think if it was called something else, I could maybe see myself doing it. I'm not a big fan of these package deals. Uh, I find that a lot of times they're bigger ripoffs than than not. I've just kind of been burned too many times by, oh, let's sign up for this. You know, oh, it's you know, it's a good deal. It, it's it gives you a bus everywhere, and you get all these deals, and it ends up just like you're getting screwed. Uh, but that yeah. on top of the name is a, is definitely a no go for me. I think it does seem desperate. Uh, just the fact that you have to call it that seems a little strange. Um, I'm going to go with, yeah, it's a pass for me. Jordan, 100% agree with that. Everybody can listen to his episode. If you go back, just look for Nadraj or Jordan. All right. Yeah, shout out to Nadraj. Shout out to Jordan. Yeah, th- yeah. <laughs> I'll let him know we said that. Uh, here's the next one. It's from uh, Jerome. Cousin Jerome, Uncle Jerome. Cousin Uncle Jerome. He says, Dear Chubstep, I'm a 42-year-old man who likes to go to the concerts. Many of the bands that I listen to have fan bases that are much younger than me. While a lot of times I get nice smiles, I can't help but wonder if the concert goers are thinking, dude, that guy's a narc. Smiling out of fear and anxiety. (laughs) So it's two young strapping men. So what does two young strapping men like you say? Is the old man and the young in the young man's game creepy or cool? 
Yours truly, Cousin Uncle Jerome. Uh, first of all, I got nothing to hide, so I would never think that somebody's a narc. Yep. Straight up. Second of all, I don't know. I've been to rock shows where there's like kids way too young, and then there's people where I'm afraid they're going to get trampled because they're a little yep. older. Yeah. Doesn't bother me either way. I think you go where you like, man. Just don't even think about it. You're, you're like, you're given this idea in your head free rent where it doesn't belong in your mind. I agree. Don't let it bother you. I agree. I think I think you can get away with it at um I think you can get away with it at concerts. I think where where it draws the line is like say at a at a bar. Right? I think when I when I notice somebody being a little out of place or a little older than everybody else is like say when I'm at some like a college type bar and everybody else there is like early 20s, early to mid 20s and then you've got a couple guys that are in like their you know, 40s or 50s, and then that seems a little strange. Um, I don't know. Like, I guess it would depend on the bar because, like, at some college bars, it's like there's alumni there. Maybe like, um, I don't know, like some sort of nightclub where it's like specifically like a younger age goes there. I guess yeah. maybe that would make sense. Here's here's another big one: uh, Chuck E. Cheese. When you see like a super old guy without any kids, they kind of stick out there. Uh, that one's always <laughs> a weird one. That's something me. I've ever looked for. Oh, they're very—they're very obvious. It's very obvious. That's well, just kind of strange. <laughs> so I'm saying, so you would agree that concerts you think is okay? Yeah, I think it's cool. I don't think concerts a big idea. I think you—it's yeah, it's cool almost. Like, so what that you like something that's much younger than you? There's yeah. Nothing wrong with that. Yeah. That keeps it fresh, man. I would agree. I would agree, and I think the genre also has some effect. Um. I think it's okay with, you know, like, uh, I feel like if you were at an EDM concert that you stand out a little more than if you're at, like, some folk concert, right? Right. So I think I feel like it's just the it's the genre is almost more a factor of, you know, if how much you're going to stand out versus not. But I don't think people ever really care. I don't think they care either. It's in man. your head. If you like strange sounds, go listen to yeah. strange sounds. Yeah. And if you're looking around, it's making more obvious, too. Yes. Yeah. Okay, Pat. Uh, I want to get to the end of the emails, guys. Thank you so much for those. Uh, Chubstep.podcast at gmail.com. You know, we love uh, we love the emails like that. Um, so uh, how about some Tanzanian news here real fast, Pat? Okay. The infection causes immediate respiratory failure. The scientists claim that these patients are now transmitting. You know what Fugazi is? Fugazi. It's a fake. Yeah, Fugazi. Fugazi. It's a wazi. It's a wazi. It's a fairy dust. What are you, from Tanzania? Yes, I am. So the Tanzania Film Board intends to clamp down on local shacks charging people for watching movies and TV broadcasts. The street public film rooms have recently been suspected of screening lewd programs. So what do you think about that, Pat? So basically there's lewd, like a... Like L-E-W-D, I don't know what that means. Lewd, um, I guess in my mind it means like inappropriate content. Okay. Uh. Basically, what's happening is there's, uh, you know, like there's actual movie theaters, and then there's kind of like these kind of shady, like, hey, come watch like a movie in our back room, and it's basically just like they're just showing stuff that wouldn't sh- is not allowed to be shown in public or probably at all because they have a lot of restrictions on their media. Um, so I'm assuming so it's, it's like kind of like prohibition. 
Yeah, I'm assuming it's kind of like how they used to have like porn movie theaters type of thing. Uh, but you're just, hey, come check out the shady place in the back and watch this. And now they're kind of, you know, clamping down on like, hey, uh, please don't. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of those theaters, like, can you believe that those used to exist? Yeah, that's I that's I'm so glad uh, I never had to witness one of those. No. I don't know what is more gross than that. I, <laughs> I feel like even if we tried to interview somebody that had been to one in the past, they wouldn't even admit it. Like it's it's such a I don't know. It's the whole concept of that is just uh, very disturbing. If you would like to be on the show, please let us know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if you, yeah, if you're listening, you've been to one, and you'd like to talk about your experience, please. Yeah, please call in. Um, so what they're also finding though, Pat, is that because there's all these small theaters, that even if they're not showing crazy stuff, it's hurting the the big theater market, right? The actual like actual established businesses they have all these side theaters people are just watching in these little crappy things okay but would they be going to see the movies that are in the actual theaters anyway i'm assuming not right if you care enough about the movie right. where you're going to watch in the big theater yeah i agree it's a bunch of garbage this is a garbage article i'm sorry guys but uh <laughs> i guess just watch out for those just if you're in dar solemn and somebody's inviting you to the back room like it's probably it's probably not gonna be g-rated content you're watching in these back rooms so just be warned yeah, and if you're in Darlis Darlis Solemn, please tell us how it is. Yeah, yeah, also, yeah, also call in after and uh, let us know how it is. Perfect. Um, so Pat, we'll wrap. Do you have anything else you want to get to? Not this episode. Yeah, yeah. Well, we'll save it for the next one. It's kind of late. So uh, email the show chubstep.podcast at gmail.com. Again, we love that. Uh, rate the show on iTunes. We always love those. Uh, follow us on Twitter, um, Chubstep Podcast, Chubstep Podcast on Facebook. And Instagram, JRZ3, Instagram, Pat Callahan, 40, 44, Pat? It's Pat Callahan, and zero four, 44. Four. It's 4-4. Four, four. Oh, 4-4. 0-4-4, 0-4, or 4-4, I always get those confused. Either one will work. Oh, yeah, me too. Uh, Maybe you should change your handle <laughs> to Jer Jer. I don't know. <laughs> I can change it. Maybe Jer-Jer. I'll get it confused with I have yours. such a big following, it would be hard for me to change it, so uh, it's not going to happen. Uh, but uh, new episodes every Thursday, share with a friend. And the show has ended. I rest my case. Now you know you got to go. Peace. This is Yasin.